1: Hello everyone and welcome to our Summer Holidays edition of the Man on the Post podcast. I am producer Ross, your host for today. Uh, Joining me as always are my trusty sidekicks Colin and Adam.
2: Hi
3: there. Alright.
1: And we have a special guest from the now dead uh, Wednesday Club podcast, uh, Mr. (laughs) Mark Birch.
3: Hi guys, Uh, not my doing by the way, not (laughs) my doing. (laughs) Um, Mark, you're a Chelsea fan,
1: let's kick straight off with. Chelsea news from the summer then. Jose's back.
3: Happy. Yes. Oh, very much so. He um he seems to be a lot more calmer at his press conference, which is uh, a good sign, I think.
1: Not made any outrageous claims so far.
3: No, no. no. It's, I only think two it's weeks
1: cause... into the job, though. Plenty of time.
3: Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I think it's because he was burned badly by Real Madrid. um, And I think he's just literally taking perspective of, you know, where he wants to go, what he wants to do. Mm. And you know some of the positive things were, you know, he wants to focus on youth, which is something that you don't usually hear from Jose or Chelsea. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and you know they're not making outlandish claims that they're going to spend this and this and this. Obviously you got the Cavani talk, but that never goes away. No. But,
1: Signed it Andre Schurrle from
3: Leverkusen. Yeah, we. Yeah, we finally got the German we wanted. Yeah, and so we got rid of the other. Yeah, we got rid of the other German. Poor Marin. Who, yeah. To be fair, he's a not, uh, he's a he's a good little player, but he's just seemed lost half the time he was playing for us. So
2: yeah, it's fair enough.
3: Yeah, so yeah. So um, o- on, Andre
2: Schürrle is a, is a, an interesting purchase, though. Twenty-two he's, years old, it's, it's quite a good buy, I think. He's absolutely rapid. He's so yeah.
1: quick when he's running. It's going to cause a lot of uh, right backs problems.
3: It's a smart purchase because you can play him. Uh, multiple places up front mm. and uh we've also found out that he can actually drop in and play as a central midfielder if need be even though that's not his preferred position mm. so it's it's a good squad utility player for us which is which i think is good
1: yeah someone you need
3: yeah uh but john ruddy i don't think we do need <laughs> <laughs>
1: no we talked about this last night at work he's uh there to make up some english quota isn't he
3: yeah, that's, a, that's much. a dangerous
0: game as well because what happens if you end up with the wrong one?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Well, we
1: said last, well, me and my work together, but we said last night that Ruddy spent, he was on Everton's bench for a, a good while, wasn't he? Um, he was. And now he's finally got his starting place at Norwich and he's, he's broken into the England team where well, he's got a cap at least. Um, why would you want to go and sit, be second choice to Czech and then probably second choice to um, Courtois when he comes back from? Athletico next season.
3: Exactly. It's not taking um, a slant at John Money's ability because he's earned his ability. It's more the fact that why would you want to come and s- literally sit on our bench when you've got talent, go play for another team, go mm. enjoy your career? And I can't believe I'm saying that as a Chelsea fan, but <laughs> you will get lost in the shuffle. There are better players coming through the system than you. Yeah. So... It's
0: almost like they might pay him a whole load of money to do it.
3: <laughs> <Yeah. coughs> That's a. That's a bit cynical, mate.
0: Maybe he's just really good friends with with, um, (laughs) Kudacini. Hilario.
1: Hilario.
3: (laughs) We were talking about Turnbull. If you'd offer Turnbull five grand a week, he'd probably stay just to feel like he's part of something.
1: (laughs) He's now
2: without a club.
3: He's a shocking keeper, i tell you.
2: Don't Um, uh, Chelsea have a keeper that's on loan in La Liga who's going to be there again for another season?
3: Oh, yeah, Mr. Courtois, um, who's outstanding. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everyone knows that he's, as soon as he comes back, it's going to probably take, what, 10 games to displace Petacek.
1: Yeah, he's the successor, isn't he?
3: Everyone can see it. I think even Petacek can see it in the back of his mind. But they're giving Petacek time out of loyalty and just giving the young keeper a chance to um, develop, which I think is a great idea. I think more beyond players, instead of sitting on someone's bench. Yeah, he'll have like
1: three full seasons playing for well, mm. well, one of the best teams in Spain.
3: Yeah, get out there, play. Mm. You know, he's getting valuable experience. So,
1: Adam, how's the summer gone for Everton? Obviously, change of manager. Much changed apart from that?
0: Just just sit, sitting in constant fear like every summer. <laughs> just just going to a dark room and hope when I come out, players are still there.
1: <laughs> I like the uh, that Moyes has made an offer that he's turned down himself. Uh, a couple of times recently, for uh, Leighton Baines.
0: Look, he doesn't start work for for Manchester United until <laughs> Monday. Yeah, what, isn't what that the like fuck a, is he playing
3: that? It's a conflict of interest, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like in Football Manager when you go and put in all those clauses in people's contracts so they can leave. <laughs> just before you go and join another big club.
3: Yeah. This is this is exactly like football manager. It's like <laughs> he's literally just taking charge of Everton to smooth the deal through for Leighton Baines. <laughs> yeah, I'll accept that. Yeah, go for it.
1: But yeah, there's no no one's left as yet, but it seems Ever's been a little put out by the move for Leighton Baines. Certainly now wants to leave. Yeah, well Yes thirty two.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and he scored a lot of goals last season for a left-back, but he's not been the same player for the last couple of years. No. Um,
1: if someone like Monaco or PSG won him, go and get a nice big paycheck and retire in a couple of years.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he's on a lot of money as it is, so... Mm. Yeah, yeah it
1: Any talk of any players coming in?
0: Um, just everything seems conjecture to me. Yeah. I don't know, some of the lazy journalism Lincoln, being like to Kone just seems like.
1: Oh, yeah, Kone, McCarthy, and um, McManaman.
0: Anyone who played for. Anyone who used to play for (laughs) Wigan.
1: Yeah.
0: Is that what we want?
1: Anyone
2: that Martinez knows. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Are are Uh, you. Sorry, carry on. Sorry, I was going to say, are you happy, Adam, with Martinez? I know that you, you wanted him to replace Moyes. I'm not a big fan of Martinez. And I've got a funny feeling in the back of my head that he's gonna get found out at Everton. Because I think he's got massive boots to fill to replace David Moyes, who I think has done an amazing job there. And he's kept he's, everything together.
0: The the accusation's always been that his teams can't defend. But he's never worked with centre half he's never worked with centre half of the quality of Jagelka and Distan before, so
3: Yeah, very true. Do you think he has to be a bit more tactical aware because obviously his Wigan teams would just played one way, you know it was just attack, attack, attack or keep the ball. Do you think at Everton, with the expect you know expectation of a big club, he has to be he has to be forced to be a bit more tactical aware because I don't think you as an Everton fan would want to go and get beat five nil down at Arsenal or something like that because he's playing free center uh, centre-backs. That's a bad example. Because we've really been <laughs> that's that happened quite often, isn't it? Yeah, but you do cause, you, I mean, you cause <laughs> us problems. You're, you're, the away trip to Everton is not one that I look forward to. It's always been a banana skin, but you know what I mean? You're a club that has the potential to step it up.
0: I think, with, now with Moyes departed, actually, um, the fans are quite like to see us play some, some more expansive attacking football. Mm. Um Perhaps they yeah, they'd rather a bit of a bit more glory than glory or bust
3: than <laughs> Yeah. Than well you've got the players for expensive football. You've got a talented squad there, I think.
1: Adam, what are are you saying you want to live the dream?
3: No, there's a difference between
1: <laughs> you sure? Do it. Do it. <laughs> it works out brilliantly.
3: Yeah, spend seventy-five thousand pounds on I don't know Stephen McFerr or something. I don't know. He, who was the other one you were paying? Well, it depends.
0: What, what's what's the difference? Do we get do we get the semi-final of the Champions League or do we just win an FA Cup?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are not here still. <laughs> <'Cause> if,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like you just win it. an FA Cup and you end up in League Two. I
3: don't want it.
1: <laughs> you could lose that FA Cup final and be in the Premier League four years later.
3: <laughs> sweating on Ricardo Washer re-signing <laughs> for another season. That's oh. your big transfer deal. Yeah,
1: uh, Colin, uh, it's been quite a summer for Leeds so far. Neil Warnock left just before the end of the season. He's released his book and c- continued to show what an absolute twat he is.
2: He's released a book, Ross. You say? I, I, I hadn't heard about that. I mean, That's it's not. No, no, it's not like he has been on. You know, Talk Sports, Sky Sports, Late Night Kickoff, Football League Show, Six O Six. Sports Direct TV. I didn't even know Sports Direct had a channel. <laughs> regarding Justin, um, St James's yeah, Park?
3: Regarding Neil Warnock, did you um before you go on to your least, did you hear the um I think it might have been a six oh six interview with him and Owen Coyle? I think it was a Monday night club and they had Dave Whelan on before they announced the new Wigan manager. And both of them were like literally <laughs> swooning over Dave Whelan to try and like you know <laughs> suck up. It was quite embarrassing. And right at the Did end, talked went... about
0: his leg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
3: and Warnock right there going to Aaron Cor goes, yeah, I think you're in there, mate. And you know it was like, it's like, oh god, that's so embarrassing. I was I I felt the best really. Best felt... of
1: two evils, isn't it, Aaron Coyle or Neil Warnock?
3: <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> but yeah, his book, Colin, so um, makes it interesting reading, doesn't it?
2: Ross, Ross, would you like me to tell you about one of the exciting parts of the book? <laughs> yeah, go on. It, it, it's all about an experience with a deer. <laughs> right, right? I don't think you ever to have heard this. This is ridiculous. I, I was riding around on my mountain bike and, <laughs> and, and his head just popped up and frightened <laughs> me to death. It was a massive stag and our eyes just sort of met. And I said, it's all right for you in here. You're not having to decide on who you're going to drop on Saturday.
3: <laughs>
2: what a load of wank. What...
1: <laughs> what is he on about? There's a story about him driving back to Cornwall in there. And he saw some woman picking flowers from the side of the road. So his wife and children shouted at her for picking the flowers. But he didn't shout anything. I was like why, why is that in your book? Why is that relevant to anything?
0: Who, who wrote the book for him? Do we know?
1: Well, judging by his management of Leeds for the past six months. Probably he wrote it, and he was supposed to be doing some fucking tactics. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I'm
4: down.
2: We're an no explicit training. podcast. No training <laughs>
0: today, boys. I've got another chapter to get done.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Adam, it had an introduction by Harry Redknapp.
3: <laughs> oh, God, old wobble chops.
0: <laughs> well, To be fair, at least he isn't there going... Well, I'm on the phone every day to Alex Ferguson. I'm also mates with Arsene Wenger. Um, Everyone loves me.
3: Oh, God, joking here. I I, I don't even, I've no particular love for Newcastle, but even I feel sorry for him. I really do. (laughs)
0: Has it been officially announced yet?
3: I think yeah. it has, yeah, he started
0: Because yeah, I know there was he? a time when the, the, the club w- weren't commenting on it. They'd neither confirm nor deny whether it was true. It's,
1: I, I which, really don't understand
0: Which why. seems like a lot of people think that he was just mentally ill. <laughs> well,
3: Couldn't laugh at that, Russ. Well, he no, is mentally
1: no. ill, though. We all know it's, this.
3: It's actually funny you should say that, because the reason why um, Graham Carr or Derek Lamb, Basti or Lambesia, however he pronounced his name. The reason he quit was because he spent the whole summer, or literally from last summer, uh, wooing and um, courting Douglas, the Brazilian now Dutch international centre-back. Yeah. Got him for a free. He's been rated about 12 to 15 million. Kinnear came in, cancelled the transfer because he didn't know who he was. <laughs> so <laughs> Newcastle literally got this quality centre-back. With yeah, a major I should have phoned
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: Now, and, now, um, now they're going Camps after is it, Tompkins, because uh, uh, he plays Dam. in England, and Kinnear knows who he
3: is. So, yeah, you pay six million for a, a middle-tier premiership defender, or you can get a Dutch international defender with a major resale for free. <laughs> yeah, well done there, Joe Kinnear. <laughs>
2: <laughs> At least, though, Joe Kinnear does know all about Johan Kebab.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it me <sighs> When when anyone read that, I really fancied the kebab after that. I was like, who <laughs> actually fancied a kebab?
0: It was the players that he claimed that he'd signed that had joined three years before he started, and then another one who signed a year after he left.
1: Oh, yeah, it was t- uh, Tim Krull, wasn't it? Who was yeah, he'd been there for four years. And oh, who was the other one? Was it Perch? Um, um, Perch, yeah, who signed after he'd gone. So like people have the internet. People can research these <laughs> things you say, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not even cause... that. There's a whole bunch. There's a whole bunch of nor- northeast journalists who you call cunts,
1: <laughs> who
0: know all these things perfectly well, <laughs> yeah. and have a bit of an axe to
3: grind.
1: Yeah, you don't often feel sorry for Alan Pardew, but having to work with him, he has to report directly to Joe Kinnear as well. I've heard.
3: Here's a question for you guys. Uh, obviously, because you guys talk about football every week, and Majority. Alan Pardew... Now the players they're signing are a more technical base. Do you think Alan Pardew is the right manager for him? Because I I don't see him as a, very much as a technical coach.
0: He's saying we should get they should get Stuart Pearson now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, they get the under twenty manager England. Who's that? Noel Blake.
2: <coughs> well, well if, he, if he hasn't got the skills, then he can just ask Joe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
3: that's true. That's why he's go there. Yeah. Yeah, that's who's, a good who's,
2: point who's, on him. Who, who's going to work with Hatem Ben Afra? And Sammy Ami Moby. I
3: thought we called him an amoeba, Sammy Ami Amoeba or something. (laughs) I was like, is that an amoeba? The
2: the thing is, a lot of people are saying, oh, oh, it's Pardew's days numbered. No, I'm sorry, it has been safer than ever because that clown cannot possibly (laughs) take over. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's never been in a safer job.
0: (laughs) True. (laughs) Now, (laughs) it's better the devil you know. (laughs) Yeah.
2: It's like, all oh, right, Joe Kinnear's been appointed as director of football. I'm safe for life, right? No one's <laughs> going to want this job. It's all right.
0: Eight-year <laughs> well, contract um... and Joe Kinnear. <laughs> <laughs>
3: now. Did what we read? La... Didn't we talking last night Ross, about um, how most people think this is uh, a ploy by Ashley to just sell the club, put Kinnear yeah. in, piss the Newcastle fans off, and just sell the club? Because you said they were interested in buying. He was interested in buying Leeds. Well,
1: there was a rumor. Going around Twitter yesterday, but um, if he sells Newcastle, he'll buy Leeds. But I think that's just Leeds fans desperately hoping for some money because at least he spends money as much I as I know. Can, Ross, it's... if
0: it's on Twitter, it's probably true.
1: It must be, yeah. <laughs> it's got it itk after Did it. Do you see then. any
3: in the no sources?
1: <laughs> not personally, no, but I'm sure someone will come up with one.
3: But you, as Leeds fans, would you welcome Mike Ashley?
2: <sighs> he spends money. It's never going to happen. No, it's not. <laughs> He's he's a bit of a lunatic anyway, but he would have to be clinically insane to buy Leeds.
3: <laughs> that's I did say that, didn't I, Ross? And I didn't mean that yeah. as a slant on your club. I I, was, I, I I can't understand why he would want to buy Leeds. He's got
1: no, it's fair enough.
3: He's yeah, he's got Newcastle. Who, yeah. For some strange reason, they fill that ground out every week <laughs> to watch that clown show. <laughs> hey. watch, uh, there's not
0: there's on. not a lot else to do up there, to be
3: fair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that is true. that's
0: true. The other option.
1: All right, let's move on to uh, some of the big sign-ins that's happened so far then. Um, obviously, the first one's Andy Carroll. $15 million up front with lots and lots of money coming after, is it, <laughs>
2: to West Ham? Six-year deal as well. Jeez. Play. You you paid a, him a million
0: pounds to go.
2: Really? <laughs> I've got a little trivia quiz for you guys. Because with with this purchase, that's $50 million pounds spent on transfer fees on Andy Carroll. Right. right, he he joins an elite group of English players. There's four other players, English players, who have cost between 40 million in transfer, total transfer fees and just over 50 million. Anybody want to hazard a guess who they are?
3: Uh, Rio, Les, Les Ferdinand. Uh,
2: Rio
0: is one of them. Yeah,
2: Rio Ferdinand is in there. His transfer fees have totaled 48.5 million.
0: James Milner.
2: James Milner is in there. He's, <laughs> he's 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 relatively cheap. Um, he's only cost forty one point six million. <laughs>
0: um,
1: Stuart, Stuart Downing. Nope. Oh, unlucky Stuart. So
2: you're looking at two I England mean... capped strikers.
3: Yeah, it's got to be Michael Owen and Alan Shearer.
2: Nope, no Shearer only uh, went for fifteen, didn't he? Shearer only went started. for
3: fifteen and less than.
1: He went to five to Blackburn, didn't he? I think.
0: Yeah. So think said, stu- sorry, was that that was a no to Stuart
3: Downing then?
2: <laughs> and <loads of> <laughs> must try Liz hardest
3: oh no not Wayne Rooney no. no
2: no they're playing right now
3: they're playing right now Jermaine Defoe oh Sturridge
2: no neither of those guys
0: flipping think you must be wrong about Jermaine Defoe you've been talking about four times
2: <laughs> but increasing value every time
3: oh not Peter Crouch
2: Peter Crouch has cost 50.6 <laughs> million yeah <laughs> about
3: Peter Crouch don't you
2: unbelievable
1: <laughs> oh
2: there, there's one guy who's cost the most. Oh, Darren Bent, an Englishman. Darren Bent, fifty-three point yes. five million. What a value for money that is.
3: Oh God, yeah, because Spurs wasted all that money on him. <laughs> yeah, they Sunderland paid fifteen million,
0: <laughs> and then sold him for very ridiculous it. as well.
1: Yeah, I think it's about fifteen to the Villa as well. Crikey.
0: I'm just checking Jermaine after the quiz we did last time. I'm just checking
1: Jermaine's <laughs> Yeah, we need to check Colin's facts on these things.
2: <laughs> but I, I, mean, I think it's a a real good move for West Ham. It's it's, it's overvalued. I think it's because he's English. Mm. Um, but a bit of an extra grind about that, doesn't it? Oh yeah, I mean, but it's a real statement of intent from West Ham um, to spend 15 million on a player. And I reckon Andy Carroll gets a good run. Could get quite a lot of goals this season. His, his, his problem last season was was injury.
0: As he's opposed never... to the, and that, but that's a one off. That's never happened to him before, <laughs> is
2: it? Well, I think the last time he had a fully fit season was when Newcastle were in the Championship. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Andy Carroll. I've said lots of times
1: on this podcast. Yep, I've, it's a lot of money, but like you say, if it's a six year deal over six years, if he scores enough goals to. Try and get them into that top seven, get a place in Europe, then it could be a good move. I'd like him in an England shirt.
3: It's um, He's a unique striker. It's something that we've not got right now. It's literally a massive, great, big target <laughs> man uh, who can power, who can head of the ball. And we have seen he has got a bit of skill <coughs> on the ball, but he's not lightning quick. And he's never going to be, I don't know, like a Lorente or anything, but he's something different.
1: He's got a burst of speed that can get him away from defenders and he's, uh, mm. he can finish as well.
3: Unlike you, Colin, I'd I'd like to see him in an England shirt next year if we do somehow qualify for Brazil, which I don't think we will. But I think it would be good. It'd be nice to see what they make of this great big lumpy (laughs) ponytail centre forward up front for England, sweating away in that heat.
0: It's easy. They can they can work that out by just finding video back to the last time the. The World Cup was in Brazil. That's <laughs> <laughs> football was played. Yeah, that's how football was played then and yeah. England have gone nowhere with it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, Inside
3: forwards so plus wingers. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, so the next biggest deal was probably uh, Jesus Neves, 15 million as well to Man City. Um, I think we said last season, Adam, that the, the, these unfulfilled potential is the two words that come to mind for me. So
0: And... and Batshit crazy,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because he used to have a, a phobia of leaving Seville.
2: Yeah, slightly strange, which has isn't a, it?
0: Apparently now been cured. Well, hopefully now been cured. But so anyone who's <laughs> anyone who's seen him in in the um, Confederations Cup for Spain, he he is rapid. Mm. Mm. Um, he's very direct. Uh, he's and he's everything that I'd say that Man City need. They don't have any players who, who have any sort of ability out wide.
1: No, they're but, Milner wide, didn't they? and he's 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 a worker. He's not going to be beating people for pace
0: and whipping. No, no they don't. They don't have any forwards anymore. So
3: <laughs> that's that's actually an interesting uh, question because I do they need a, a centre forward because they've got Deco, who seems to be the, the forgotten man now up, up there. They got that um, John Guetti, the yeah, Swedish,
1: Swedish striker. Well, yeah, got the, one, he, was, the
0: one, he was injured last season, wasn't he? Mm. And
1: He's hardly thought of, though, The he? season
0: before that at Feyenoord where he scored more goals than games. Yeah. Um, but um, Dzeko's been linked with everyone and everyone. He's supposed to be going to Bayern. Next thing you he know, he's going to Dortmund or Napoli.
3: Mm. I know he was linked to us and I was quite excited about that. Yeah,
1: quite right. I think he's a good striker. He just needs mm. a proper run of games, really. If he knows his first choice, I think he'll play better than being in and out of the team and being rotated.
0: But we saw this last season when he was scoring goals off the bench. Mm. They they started him for like three or four games, and all of a sudden he couldn't hit a barn door.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's just one of them. Just has to be on a substitute spence to start the game.
0: <clears throat> but yeah, they've still
1: got Aguero, who kind of people just tend to forget about, I think.
3: That's because he had a quiet second season. Mm.
1: But yeah, I think. Um... Well, they they strengthened their midfield definitely. Neves, I think, will play behind whoever they get. I'm sure they're going to go and sign another striker. I don't think Man City are finished. They spent 50 million almost in the first like two weeks of the transfer
3: window. Mm. Yeah,
0: does anyone think that that's a bit of a, an expensive move for for um
3: Fernandinho? Yeah. Yeah, He's 30. He's 28. Mm.
0: That's a lot of money.
3: It smacks of a it's basically just smacks of right let's get him in in and out there's going to be absolutely no resale value on him and it's
1: just
3: mm. it's, I think it's a 30 million right off but
1: is it a way of getting Gareth Barry out of the team
0: well I'd pay 30 million pounds to get Gareth Barry out of team. That's a good
1: point. <laughs> yeah if he can move in the centre of midfield then he's an upgrade um... <laughs> but can he score good on goals like Gareth Barry that's the question
0: but, but you're going to see that potentially that Tottenham are supposed to be quite close to signing Paul, Paul, uh, Paul and Dino, who's been playing in the Confederations Cup as well, for £17 million. Yeah, which
1: strikes as a much who's, better deal.
0: Who's
3: 24?
1: Yeah.
3: But uh, haven't you Tot- do the math. <laughs> but haven't Tottenham always been linked to signing Brazilians, but they never get around to signing them?
1: Yeah, the, it? The Leandro Damião. Mm. Yeah. Forever but that, that
0: could still happen this summer.
1: Yeah, I think every I mean, time for, seven uh, summers time as well. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that, that Damiel could join now, but he's at well, he's injured at the moment.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: And that was as much to do with the club not wanting to sell him at the time. But if you, I, like, if I was a Spurs fan and I could be linked with Brazilians all the time and not follow through, <laughs> but one of the, the one I got was Sandra, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, he's not yeah. a bad player, is he? He's a phenomenal player. Mm.
3: I know. Um, I know Spurs have been linked to another young Brazilian, uh, Bernard. Yes. Of Atletico Min- Mineral Mineraris, yeah, and he looks like an exciting prospect as well. Yeah, he was the so, one,
0: um, he was also linked to Manchester United before Ferguson left. Mm. Mm. But, uh, well,
1: Ferguson has great record with Brazilians.
0: Speaking about Brazilians, <laughs> we're talking here about big, big transfers, but we seem to have forgotten about Neymar. Mm,
1: go on then, off you go. <laughs> <laughs> Our Spanish correspondent. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Um, no not so not Neymar my mum is Neymar Jr Neymar Jr
1: Neymar. I think he's overvalued I Personally.
3: I think it's going to take him at least two seasons to bed into European football hmm. before we start seeing the benefits of that transfer Where's he going to play? Is he going to replace Viera?
0: I don't know. Who knows? They might not they might they might change it altogether.
3: Yeah. Well, if you listen to Johan Cruyff, they should sell Messi apparently this summer. No, no, no. <laughs>
0: very very, very few times that I feel sorry for Johan Cruyff. But here he has actually been tucked up on the media. He? What he said was, he said, if you're going to sign a player like Neymar, then you should maybe think about selling Messi because he like the idea that maybe they can't play together. Yeah. But then if you read any more, he says, so would you sell Messi? He just said, no, I wouldn't <laughs> sign Neymar. Fair enough. But the headline they should sell Messi
1: <laughs> is yeah, a lie. Journalistic uh, license there being used.
0: Yeah, that's true. But um, I don't know. But it, talk about putting the pressure on yourself at 21. He's mm. he's obviously a, a folk hero in Brazil, and all of he's just having a storming Confederations Cup. We could see tonight. He could.
1: He could have moved a few very much a few seasons ago like, the... didn't he and uh, giving himself time to bed in
0: mm. um, Do you so, know to, uh... to win the tournament and I think there's every chance that he could, could take it by storm do
1: you guys 50...
3: uh, sorry carry on was...
1: was it 56 59 million something around
0: that uh, there was a lot of different prices quoted wasn't there but mm. uh, you have to remember that they'd already paid 10 million on that up front
1: is this there it must be the record record signing is it Zlatan Um, Zlatan was 40 plus Samuel which seemed extortionate at the time
0: but it went well oh yeah who doesn't have good memories of that
1: (laughs) if I love Zlatan Colin you've got a a checklist for us what's uh, what's next on your checklist
2: well I guess since we're talking about transfers maybe we should uh, just mention Carlos Tevez yeah, leaving ten, English football? £10 million. Pounds. I heard 12. I heard 12, but. Still a bargain. Yeah, either, either way, you've got an absolute steal there, really. Just one problem, though, isn't there? <laughs> uh, a certain case about. He was disqualified, wasn't he, for driving without a license and uh, went to court. Yeah. And he, and he had a fine and uh, obviously a ban, but also 250 hours of community service. Of which not all has been completed. So there was originally discussion of him having to come back to England <laughs> to, uh, to complete it. I know that already he's been um, doing his community service. He's been spotted potting plants. And he also had to clean an industrial estate. <laughs> um, but he hasn't completed the full 250 hours. Season finished ages ago. What's he been doing? Lazy sod.
0: I'm sure there's a big billboard saying welcome to Manchester you can take down now.
1: <laughs> I wonder if that's still up. <clears throat> but yeah, 10 or 12 million. Juve are going to be serious contenders next season. They've signed Lorente on a free transfer as well.
0: They've got big Vuc- man, big man,
1: little man. Yeah, everyone loves that Vucinic combination. as well. Yeah, Vucinic, Matri. They've got Did some you, good players there. So?
3: yeah. Mm. There were talk of selling um, Isla back to Udinese in exchange for one of the Udinese's upcoming talents. I think it was Luis Muriel, oh, right. um, a Colombian striker, lightning quick little fella. So it's another striker gone to Juve. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to play five strikers per yeah, match.
1: They're going all <laughs> out for it next season. Uh, they can always
3: sign Nicholas
0: Bentner again as
3: well.
1: <laughs> that works out amazingly.
3: Do they still have Nicholas and Elke there? Or was that just a six-month deal they had?
1: I don't know, actually. <laughs> That's a good, very good question uh, but, yeah. uh, another big transfer Isco has gone to Real Madrid and Malaga have retired the number 22 shirt after two years of service by Isco <laughs>
3: <laughs> this one I'm <laughs> disappointed at
1: <laughs> it, would, it would love to see him in the Premier League
3: I would have loved to, even if even for another team I would have loved to see that player in the Premier League because mm. he's a talent and a half
0: it was fantastic for the under 21s
3: mm. but
0: the, the only thing more exciting than that is if the talk of Manchester United signing Thiago Alcantara happens.
3: I know. (laughs) It's
1: quite a bargain fee as well, it's been. Is it around 15 He's
0: got a £15 million clause in his contract that could have gone away if he'd played more minutes for Barcelona last season, but he didn't. (laughs) So it stayed. And, yeah, there's talk that he might leave. (laughs) would be nice.
3: Do you think that's... um... Justice served to Barcelona because they've just been in the news recently. They've nicked, uh, I think it's between five to seven players from Espanyol um, youth team, oh, which really? is rated as one of the best. Yeah, literally, they shipped them right over to the Barcelona youth team. <laughs> and the president's going mental at it. He's like, nope, we're not here to supply players to <laughs> Barcelona youth. And they're highly rated as well. So, <laughs> a bit of justice served on Barcelona.
1: Yeah, if they lose one of their prospects for a, a ridiculous then yeah, a little bit. And one transfer I did see that I was... Well, I'm sad to see him go. Andre Arshavin has left Arsenal on a free transfer to St. Petersburg. I love him. His little hamster face. I'm going to miss him. <laughs> did, you ever
0: go, did you ever go on his website?
1: Yes, ask Andre. Um,
3: yeah. That was
1: amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a look now, see if it's still up. <laughs> Keep talking.
3: But do you think... Um... <laughs> Do you think Arsene Wenger will spend the cash? Do you think Arsenal will be a serious contender next season? I, <sighs> I
0: think more than to to make that so.
1: But if that if that comes in, you know I'm just going to ruin Faint <laughs> Corner next season. I said this to Mark last night.
3: Ross, <laughs> did b- you want to? I bet
1: every week is going to be Chelsea to win. Some weeks <laughs> will not come in, but.
3: We're talking about Chelsea and Arsenal. Did you want to tell the listeners who Arsenal, want or Arsenal wants to pair up with Gonzalo next season? Uh, yeah,
1: according to the BBC website, um, Arsenal want to sign uh, Wayne Rooney as well and Fernando yeah, Torres.
0: But, but so did Chelsea want to sign Wayne Rooney and so do Barcelona. And...
1: Yeah, Arsenal also want Fernando Torres.
3: This, that's the one that got me. Do they want Fernando? You can have Fernando. <laughs> <laughs> have you not been watching us play with him for the last season?
1: Be interesting. Sit him in an Arsenal shirt.
2: Maybe it's nope. the red. Maybe he likes the red. No one's going to sign Wayne Rooney. No, I
3: don't no.
2: think so either. He's, he's going to be at Manchester United. Of course he is. Where, where, where else? He, he's not going to go abroad. He's, he's, <laughs> he's English through and through. He wouldn't, he wouldn't fit in in Europe. And um, where's he going to go? PSG to play second fiddle to Zlatan? No. <laughs> um, he's, 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 he's bread buttered quite easily in Manchester United. He's got quite a he's, long contract as well, hasn't he? Simon? well. What's he on? Two hundred grand a week,
1: is it? Two hundred and fifty, according to the Sun. Oh, two hundred.
2: Oh, that's <laughs> even better. Um, so, so what's that? Ten million a year? Uh, Adam's our accountant. Adam it out mass. Well, so he's it? on a million a month. So he's on about eleven million, right? So, so okay. He's having to pay a tax, but I'm sure yeah, he's avoiding
3: it. Fifty <laughs> percent tax, isn't it? Cheers.
1: Yeah, he's avoiding it. He's got. Who's his? Uh, Paul Stretfords' his agent. I'm sure stuff. His... <laughs> Um, that, as, uh, as long
0: as he's not taking advice, as long as he's not taking advice from Leo Messi, <laughs>
3: <laughs> isn't that right, Adam? It's fifty percent tax on high uh, earners. Yeah, it's, uh, forty-five now. Yeah.
0: Forty-five. Forty-five in this ta- in this tax year, but um, he'll probably get paid it via a limited company as opposed to being paid PAYE. So, yeah, there's probably clever things that he's doing.
1: Accountant talk on Man of the Post. Yeah. <laughs> any other? At least
0: it was
3: technically proficient.
0: Yes. Just clever things. <laughs> Vague. Went straight over my head.
3: Bit of a random thought, and obviously it's not going to go anywhere. But do you know, in Turkey, the clubs pay the tax for the players. So whatever money they get offered, straight up. So like when Snyder gets offered one hundred twenty-five thousand, that's what he takes home. The club nice. then pay the tax. Yeah. No wonder they're all yeah, done they, for betting scandals over there. But
2: but they could do
0: that here if they wanted to. Mm. You'd be, essentially you'd just be changing. You'd be offering your figures at net as opposed to gross. Yeah. So that's fu- there's nothing wrong with that. You could do it here if you wanted to, and mm. I'm sure some players that's how they negotiate their contracts.
3: Isn't so, that how Ronaldo does it as well?
0: So if this, the the idea behind that would be that if all of a sudden there was a change in the tax regulations that you're not the one who gets stung, it's the club who then be fucked.
1: Yeah. yeah. Cool. What does everyone think to uh, Simon Mingele to Liverpool for £9 million? Good deal. Right, what's what's going to happen with Reina now? Is he going to be shipped out? He's
3: going be, gonna to be there for another season, I reckon, kicking his heels. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, there's talk of Barcelona, wasn't there? Because... Uh, has Valdez left yet? Adam? Is he on his way?
3: No, Valdez said he was going to stay for another
0: season.
1: Oh, really? Mm. Oh. Uh,
0: maybe Reina's just been really
3: caught out in this. Like...
1: I think that's what it struck <laughs> me as just then, yeah.
3: He'll go to Monaco. Everyone seems to go to Monaco. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of feel sorry for PSG. I know it's a bit of an ironic thing to say. A big club, <laughs> being sorry for him, but... All of a sudden, you dominated the league for a couple of seasons, and then this mad Russian comes up in a small club that <laughs> yeah. quite clearly won't be able to comply to FFPP or whatever, and uh, they're just spending mega money. On...
0: So, the best thing about Monaco is they're not even, because they've been promoted from um, Ligue 2, yeah. so they're not even guaranteed their place in, in Ligue 1 yet because there was, there's been some sort of like, there's basically complaints about how it's not a level playing field because of the tax
3: situation that's because they're a principality aren't they
0: yeah so because they don't pay any, they don't have to pay tax like there's talk that they're not going to be allowed in <laughs> and um, the French League have always had like a sort of their own version of FFP going on right so you sort of have a I don't know like a license to, to play in the league mm. so uh, how are they going to qualify for that I don't know
1: no so Falcao but, could be playing in the French League too next year?
0: Yeah.
2: Wow. The, there's, this, I've heard that there's talk that basically what the French League are going to do is put it on hold for a year. Oh, just to so, let Monaco in. So Monaco will be settled in by then and then there's no going back. <laughs> so they're going to postpone any sort of decisions for a year.
0: So we're just going to brush it under the carpet.
2: <laughs> and hope PSG forget about it.
0: Pretty and much. then when we look under the carpet it'll still be there. But
2: <laughs>
1: We'll ignore it.
0: Maybe we can imagine like, the Sorry, it's like it's like they've got some gum and they're gonna they, they're gonna brush it under the carpet, and then when they try and look, they've just stuck the carpet down to the floor.
1: <laughs> that's solving the problem.
3: Mm. <laughs> you can uh, you can I... imagine the um, the government saying, "How much they're going to be paying us in tax?" <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You let them in. You let them in. Let them in. boy. <laughs> yeah, <that's>
2: <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but I, I'm sure I heard figures of that their sort of attendance is about six, eight yeah. thousand. right?
0: Yeah. But in league, in league. Uh, their, their um, wages to turnover was something like 140% <laughs> and now they've signed
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, James Rodriguez um, <laughs> Ricardo Carvalho <laughs> Radamel Falcao and the list goes on
3: they've been yeah. um, snapping up um, under 21 French internationals as because uh, they just literally signed one from Leon. And the president's yes. had to go up before. Uh, I can't. Well, basically, they've had to go at Gomez because he didn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. So they had to sell one of their prospects to pay the bills. So they, <laughs> so they basically ostracising Gomez because he wouldn't leave. So they have had to sell two of their young promising players to Monaco. That's a I mean, madcap league, I'll tell you. The
1: capacity of the, is it Stade Louis the stadium? It's only eighteen thousand.
0: Don't well, forget, well, this is the stadium that Colin chose to play football in. Exactly, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's smaller than Fram Park. Imagine that. Yeah, just to remind everybody, Ross, you asked me a question of if you could play at any stadium, what would you play at? And I said, Stad Louis II. <laughs> it is nice. It's not very big. It's got an underground car park. <laughs> yeah, but because of that, the ball bounces about 12 foot in the air. <laughs> <laughs> like a plastic pitch. Minor
3: detail. <laughs> I do know. Um, I do know for a fact that the the rival fans. I think it's. I think it's Nancy or Nantes. They yeah. feel so sorry for when Monaco play a big derby that their fans actually travel to Monaco to support the Monaco fans, yeah. just to, just to cheer up the team a little bit. That's that's how um, that's how sad the club is for supporting. Mm. So yeah.
1: Any other transfers catching anyone's eyes? Dave Kitson's gone to <coughs> Oxford.
0: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> My friends are not Oxford. Right. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun, I'm glad like that what, uh, What's gonna to happen to James Constable? He bangs the goals in. He does. He's still there, isn't he? Uh yeah he is. But that could be a dream team, that could.
1: Constable and Kitson.
3: I've um... thought I'd know so much about League Two football, eh? <laughs> I've read that the uh the walls winger uh Sacco. Yeah, back uh, Sacco that three premiership clubs are interested in signing
1: yeah, he was from
3: three to five million pounds I'm like
1: I think he is worth that he was the one bright spark for whole uh, Wolves last season he's a really good player he can absolutely leather a ball scored some absolutely beautiful long range strikes
0: yeah but what a player's worth and what a team
1: <laughs> who well, are out of
0: League One can demand are two very different things
1: yeah uh, Leeds have sent Steve Morrison the legend on loan to Millwall for the season
2: Colin, what? What? You what, to this? what uh, nonsense! <laughs> well, I mean, the the thing is, you have to remember that during the time when that transfer happened, Leeds United were under control of a megalomaniac, <laughs> in Neil Warnock. So Warnock yeah. He decided to swap Luciano Becchio. Nineteen goals. In Nineteen goals in half season for Steve Morrison. Three goals. Three goals in sixteen matches. Uh, he, he wasn't much fit. Um, for Luciano Becchio and a handful of magic beans, and um, <laughs> th- 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 it just sums up my surmising of the guy as an absolute lunatic. They so like um, beans—that's the problem. Oh no, they were just like Heinz beans, <laughs> yeah. completely useless. But um, yeah, so that guy's gone to Millwall. Obviously, his head's not right. Um, he's been <laughs> a star. He's He's, he's, star- he's been, stuff. <laughs> I thought, yeah, is
0: that is that what you're trying to say? He wants to, go to Millwall. His head is not right.
2: <laughs> no, no, he, he's not a Legion United player, and anybody who's a Legion United fan knew it was like Steve Morrison. Are you r- sure? Um, he's the sort of guy who I'm sure will do well at Millwall. Good luck to him. Good luck to him. Um, but I'm glad he's out. Yep. Um, there was an interesting Twitter conversation with uh, another complete insane signing, Habib Habibu, <laughs> uh, who came in the January transfer window. I think maybe played two games um, and scored no goals. Um, brilliant. Um, up do. But he was asked on, he just tweeted uh, lol, Morrison um, and when asked to clarify whether it was a good thing or a bad thing, that he was leaving Leeds, he just replied good. <laughs> apparently <laughs> <his words>. well, <laughs> no. and the thing is, get on this, right? For, for a guy who's meant to be a an out-and-out striker, he, he was on 17 grand a week at Leeds, apparently. 17,000 a week.
0: Do you want to hear a funny story about that? If you paid him if you paid just um just seven thousand pounds a week more, you could have Robert Lewandowski.
2: Shut shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> So what have you heard something Adam? Is he coming to me? <laughs> That's why we went the no
3: <laughs> get that on Twitter.
2: Yeah, you heard it at first. <clears throat> I
3: wanna um I wanna quickly bring up um a trio of strikers uh coming to the premiership. Okay. Two have already previously played in the Premiership and deemed not good enough. And we've also got um, one that's been never played outside of the French League. So if we start with um, the Leon forward, uh, Jimmy Brand. Yes. Uh, interesting in signing for West Bromwich Albion, Albion which I think is a oh, they cracking They're in um, advanced talks to sign him according to this. Okay. So I think that's a, a cracking deal for them to get him.
1: was a steal on the other FMs.
3: Mm. Um, the other two are Josie Altador, formerly of I think he played for Hull. Yes. He did, yeah. Yeah, really? he's um he's open for a return to the premiership. Um Sorry. there's a couple of <laughs> clubs. And <laughs> he was Chris... good on
0: FM as well.
3: He was. Mm. <laughs> and Christian Benitez, whose company now playing his trade in the Mexican league. Swansea. Yeah. Chico. I don't know
0: how I don't know how he was on FM.
3: I uh, hope Stan Colum will right.
0: listen to this.
3: Yeah. <laughs> do, we, do we need to bring back two strikers that prove to be average to just below?
1: I wouldn't mind down to door. He was playing a pretty crap whole team. Was it so Phil Brown in charge of that? Phil, Phil Brown. Brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a decent striker. I'd like to see him.
3: See the Guzman's re-signed for Swansea for another season which I think is a great deal for them.
0: It is, yeah.
2: Nathan Dyer would be thrilled. <laughs> And, and while we're on the Premier League, um, it's interesting that we're going to see, perhaps for the first time, eight new faces. Well, I say new; it's going to be a return of some pretty awful faces. But eight new, <laughs> eight new managerial appointments in the uh, Premier League for the start of the season. Eight. Yeah. So you've got Moyes at Manchester United. Pellegrini. Oh,
0: right. That's not a new face. I see well, what he's done there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a new team. I see. So,
1: you can do. You to,
0: your wording of things is—it's like you don't
2: remember <laughs> that quiz. I'm like,
3: I'm like, eight new managers. Like, what?
2: <laughs> okay, so you've got Pellegrini you, at Man City. If it
3: started with Martinez, I'd
0: let you have that because he was—he was from the Championship. Yeah, but more—you've got no, you've blown yourself out of the water in the first one.
2: Well, well, hear me out. Who are your seven new faces then, Colin? Well, the seven—the <laughs> the, the eight new faces are David Moyes. Pellegrini at Man City. Obviously, Jose Mourinho at Chelsea. Uh, Martinez at Everton. Uh, Malky McKay at Cardiff. Um, Ian Holloway at Crystal Palace. Steve Bruce, the lovely Steve Bruce, at Hull City. <laughs> oh. And last but not least, everybody's favourite, Mark Hughes at Stoke City. God. Oh, who have oh, just
3: signed Stoke Eric fans. Peters.
2: Yeah. <laughs> poor Stoke fans. It's
3: Who's Eric is... Peters? He sounds like a gardener. What was <laughs> Dutch international left back.
2: All right, and I'll he's take that 20, back. Then.
3: Twenty-four, apparently, as well. So I, I stand by this. I think they'll be all right under Mark Hughes. I think he he's seems like
2: Mark. I think Hughes he's all right. Reason, you're you're <laughs> a lunatic, Adam. <laughs> this, this, right? Stoke, right? This is a guy. This is a team that had a guy who who parked a bright yellow van outside the Britannia Stadium just hours before Hughes signed, <laughs> which was a massive sign that he'd made for fifty quid, saying Hughes out. They they don't
1: want him then. <laughs> that's like Millwall fans had a low mass out. Uh, no fuck off, low mass banners all over the gates of. Uh, Did they ben brilliant before he signed?
3: <laughs> isn't he um ex West Ham? Low mass. That's the ginger one, yeah. well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's why, yeah. They, yeah, that's
0: love why they don't like it. Uh-huh. so petty.
3: <laughs> it's like Burn um, no- your manager who used to manage Liverpool. God. <laughs> You can't stand people that do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, to be fair to you, Mark, you were not, not behind uh, Rafa the whole time, but you weren't against Rafa either. No, no. You're just happy just to just let him get on with the job.
3: Yes, just to get this season over and done. Yeah, with. It That's was a means
1: wanted. to an end to get Jose I'm, back in charge. I'm
0: surprised that just like the Chelsea fans didn't turn up to every game with like little plastic flags. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't so be
0: daft. they fought from home. Do you know what I mean? Even... <laughs>
3: We're well, not that fickle. Everyone loves. Oh, Hold on a minute, no. I don't see where I'm going <laughs> with that one.
0: <laughs> it's, it's almost like like your a manager could get you to like I don't know, final of a European competition, <laughs> Win it. and the fans will turn up, pay pay thousands of pounds to travel to a different country, flights, <laughs> tickets,
3: yeah.
0: your hotel, to take a sign saying we want Mourinho.
3: Yeah, now this, this is. This next bit is going to sound a bit arrogant, but I saw I've seen people. It's not, but we get to so many finals, and you know we win a lot of cups. It just sort of
0: rolls here we and go, here we go.
3: <laughs> and I, I did want to apologise for that beforehand because every time I say that, it does sound like it's arrogance. But we do, you know, we love the FA Cup. That's like the big one. It doesn't
0: one. matter if we take a sign saying we were.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we we know we're going to be you can't argue with the philosophy of the owner. Sometimes it's you know it. We win trophies. We get rid of managers. We win trophies. It's mm. it's it's bonkers, but it seems to have worked. But hopefully we'll have a bit of a bit of continuity now for the next two seasons until two and we... a half seasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until Marino blows it's, up or something until
0: Mourinho gets a really weird haircut turns up saying he's ready for war and then gets <laughs> fired six games later
3: yeah well actually, that's never happened before I was going to <laughs> say until Mourinho decides that he can actually do transfers and then buys Pissarro Ben and and Steve Sidwell all on a freebie and think that's a good deal for Chelsea Football Club Steve Sidwell
2: oh
1: god yeah <laughs> So of all the managers we just mentioned the eight new ones who's going to be the first one to lose his job in the Premier League?
3: Malcolm Mackay. You reckon? Yeah. They're going to panic and they're Could going to get a rid shout, of it.
1: shout actually. I think Palace will stick with Holloway even if they go down.
3: That's They a just shame. money. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: That's
0: all uh,
1: they I'm going to stick my neck on Steve Clarke. No.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we poor season won't they? Us?
1: West Brom Burnley last year. I've got revenge on mine now. <laughs> Go down class. If
0: you just keep, top, if you keep tipping them for relegation, then with West Brom you're probably gonna take you two or three seasons. Yeah,
1: yeah
2: I'm gonna get there eventually.
1: Persistence um, I'm happy to stick with.
2: I've I've got a weird one for you. Um who's the guy at Swansea? Loudrup. Loudrup.
3: Drinks oh, s- One of the yeah, two Yeah he won't
0: get sacked, he'll just leave.
3: Yeah. yeah that's what that's does. a shout, actually. Because he wants to sign that Wilfred Boney for 10.2. Yeah, <laughs> the chairman's going, How much? <laughs> we yeah. don't have 5 million. What are you doing?
1: Can I find us, uh, someone that no one's had off for 2 million and we're signing instead. You reckon Loudrop? I'm sticking with Steve Clark. You reckon Mackay, Mark?
3: Oh, definitely. <laughs>
1: what do you reckon Adam?
3: I Always. think
0: Swansea could really struggle next season.
1: Yeah?
0: Yeah. Like, have they got a squad to play European football?
1: Oh yeah, the way they played after the cup final win as well—they're
0: awful. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, that season.
1: I would like to see Steve Bruce be the first one sacked.
0: Just. I, don't, I I I don't know. Maybe Paolo Di Canio? because yeah. he's fucking <laughs> well,
3: he is, crazy. He's <laughs> signing <laughs> Vito from he's, uh, about last to, last he's, he's about to. sell
0: the entire squad.
1: What a replacement! Get rid of Mingale and signs beto Menone.
3: He's signing up for loads of Argentines and random freebie transfers that I've never even heard of, and, and that's not being being little Johnny Englisher because I love European football, and world football. Ross will testify to that. Yeah. But uh, I've never even heard of half of these players.
1: Well, the current favourite, looking at Sky Premier League managers to leave, Pardew's obviously at the top there. Um, oh, that's crazy. David Moyes is in there with Manchester United in brackets. I think. Is that to clarify that he's actually at Manchester United now? Yeah, because, because
0: <laughs> you could try and bet on it and save it in two days' time. Oh,
1: he's going to leave Everton?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well done, Skybet. Uh, so, yeah, it's Pardew, Laudrup, then Di Canio and then boas for some reason.
3: I want to um, talk about Brendan Rodgers and Liverpool, because obviously wow. we're talking about managers being sacked. <laughs> what do you guys think about Brendan Rodgers and his rebuilding programme?
1: Brendan David Brent Rodgers yeah. <laughs> I think he signed some really good players this, this summer
0: I think that l- last season he, was, he trusted them and they were true to him yeah. this season he'll treat them greatly and they will show themselves to be great <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I think they're in a, for a good season but if Everton keep hold of Baines and Fellaini and uh, Morelle's plays like he was playing last, end of last season then they, they'll struggle to overtake Everton again
3: is that with or without Suarez? That's the elephant in the room. I don't think it matters.
1: Well, he's going to be missing for the first what five games, anyway.
0: I, I think I think they'll finish above Everton. You reckon? Um, but I don't think that because of I wouldn't. That's no slight on Moyes leaving or Martinez coming. I just think they're they're on the, on a bit of a rise.
1: Yeah, I think the players they've signed are all going to fit in really well. And Coutinho, if he carries on his form for the end of last year. He's he looks like like yeah, absolutely exactly. baller, doesn't
3: he? I'm looking not at ha- two... Not having Jamie Carragher is a relief to anyone as well. He's <laughs> so, um, of the...
1: into that midfield somewhere, though.
3: He's going to that's have to true. play. <laughs> well, looking Very at true. the two players, they're looking to sign uh, Mamadou Sarko from PSG, who I've yep. been raging about for like the last couple of years.
1: Are you going think... to try and pronounce is the other
3: one? one? And, um, yeah, Christian... Then... Christian Astur of Porto. Uh, I think he's a Portuguese winger. Oh, I
1: thought well, you were going to try and pronounce the Armenian player they want.
3: Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, I ain't going to pronounce that. <laughs> but would you, you, if you guys were in charge of Liverpool, would you sell Suarez and go out and buy maybe four or five upcoming quality players? No. Young players or keep Suarez? Keep Suarez. Yeah, I'd, I'd sell him.
1: I'd sell him as well. He's not worth the hassle. He scores I'd a lot. Of, well, yeah. He scores yeah. goals, but... St- Look at how, how Sturridge did last season. Mm. He scored twelve goals in twelve games at the end of the season. That is record overall for Liverpool. Which is <laughs> he just he needs to run a games. So he'll score goals with Coutinho behind him with Luis Alberto and all the new signs.
3: And they got Suso or Soso. They started playing and
1: yeah, Rodgers right some of his kids as well. So
3: and they signed
0: who was the player they signed from um, from Seville? Um...
3: Uh... Oh, Luis Alberto or something? Yeah. Mm.
0: and they like they like to be linked with really talented Bar- Barcelona youngsters who will <laughs> never join them in their life
3: <laughs> yeah who, who was that Dutch winger they signed last season That no one ever seen seen played a CD or
1: ah uh, yeah yeah a CD
3: yeah.
1: yeah
3: it's just sort of never materialised <laughs> I think that
1: was the, that was one of his first signings wasn't it he was still in the uh, Swansea um, mindset of signing players that other clubs wouldn't have heard of before.
0: Well, let's not forget how uh, we never got to see the best of um, Barini last season either, so...
3: Ah, uh, Barini. <laughs> Throw him in the bin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hold hold on a second. I, I don't understand. I I, I, I completely disagree. You, you're talking about Suarez, right? Who, second only to Gareth Bale, who was f- phenomenal last season, he would have... Okay, he bit someone. But apart from that, <laughs> otherwise, he would have <laughs> been a player <laughs> of the wait. season. Yeah, yeah okay. Does, does, apart does, does from that... Away away be...
0: comment. He bit someone. Yeah, yeah as well. a
1: footballer, that's not a standard thing that happens. <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> You're not allowed to do that in UFC, Colin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair point. Um, but he, he's a Look, standout he's player a in the Premier League. He really is, but... As a footballer, he's world
1: class. Yeah, but you can cash in now and get top dollar.
2: But I don't think that with Liverpool in the situation they are being out of the Champions League, they're going to get any half decent players who are going to compensate for when you leave, when you lose Suarez.
3: But then, don't you sign the next up and coming lot of players like like your Mamadou Siako, your Christian? That's it's due, or I think they've also been linked to um Axel Vixel mm. as well. when you sign those players to come up and then convince them you're building a project to move up, you'll get them cheaper, but you also get a bigger squad, which is ideally what today's football is, isn't it really a squad game so
1: oh, if you get they've got Stuart Downing so they to be fine,
3: <laughs> Stuart Downing <laughs> <sighs>
1: all right, let's uh. Move on, Colin. Anything else on your checklist you wanted to talk
2: about? Um, Yeah, uh, the the next thing I'd probably like to touch on is the England under-21s.
1: That went well, didn't it? Yep.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Can we we lump in the under-20s as well in in with that?
1: Yeah, that's gone equally as well. So the under-20s have been knocked out today, haven't they? uh...
3: To Egypt.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Lost 2-0 to Egypt after a 2-2 draw with Iraq and a 1-0 draw against Chile. So they're out. And then the under-21s,
2: well, at least the under-20s scored some goals. Yeah, let's just um, spend a moment just looking at England's results for the (laughs) under-21s. I mean, lost to Italy 1-0. Fair enough. Um, Let me quote Stuart Pearce. Um, I was without 17 players did he not know this before he picked him <laughs> how long has he been in the job yeah quite a while now
0: yeah. right okay, when he so... says that does he mean just like like players who were too old
1: yeah Wayne Rooney couldn't like, play I
0: couldn't have Wayne Rooney <laughs> Steven Gerrard didn't want to
3: come like Gary Lineker seriously but <laughs> <with him. laughs> but but then they say yeah because most of them um, pulled out for injury or Roy Hodgson took them to Brazil to play like five minutes yeah, exactly. I'm with you, Mark. Ridiculous. Absolutely. But they, they they keep quoting this. Oh, yeah, in 10 years, everything's going to be fine. 10 years is going to be fine. No, you change your mindset now. You yeah. you take you, you send these players now. They might not be good enough. We might get knocked out the next three or four under 21 tournaments. But you're you're setting that mentality that if you want to play for your country, you're going to these tournaments, whether you like it or not. They get you an international get
1: experience of losing it in tournaments. That's what they're going to need when they play for the full squad.
3: But yeah. just look
0: look at the players who not only played for Spain in this in this European Championships, but ones that played in the last one.
1: Yeah, so you had same with Germany as well.
0: Yeah, David. Well, G- Germany were this time were in the same situation as us. They well, were yeah, knocked out. Same yes. place. A lot of their players were weren't playing in the under twenty one tournament because they were either playing for Germany yeah. or weren't playing Just for either of them because they'd only played last week in the German Cup final. Yeah, so they didn't go, and they suffered exactly the same fate. But Spain had players like David de Gea, Isco, Thiago Alcantara, players who played in Champions League semi-finals.
1: Yeah, that Mark Bartra played as well, didn't he? And mm. He played for Bartra at the end of the season.
2: <laughs> but Spain are a one-off. They're privileged. I, I, we talk about Spain like they're <laughs> immense. I remember Spain when they were terrible. Right. Euro 96 <laughs> They they were poor That seems uh, like they're... the
0: last time I can remember them Losing a game <laughs> yeah. and, they, and
3: they should have Beaten us that day as well And I was
0: to England <laughs> Again And a penalty shootout Jesus Christ To be fair That's like they, they didn't even lose that game So I can't remember The last time they lost a game
1: Oh we beat them When Sven took over Don't you remember that Nick Barnby?
3: That was his first yeah. game Wasn't it Yeah I park. just
2: Ooh. I just think it's harsh To compare You know say Okay well Spain have done this Germany have done that they, They've got a a whole lot of riches there that we don't have. So, But the thing is, it doesn't excuse the fact that our youngsters got beat by Norway 3-1.
3: Who and, we beat in the qualifiers twice. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to throw that one out.
2: <laughs> but then losing to Israel 1-0 as well. They're appalling. I watched, they're they're a the, poor team. They're the only football
1: I've watched since the end of the season. And they're dreadful in every single game.
0: But who, who were these 17 players who weren't there then?
3: Um, he asked Stuart Pierce. <laughs> he said um, Oxlade. I know Oxley uh, chamberlain was one of them. Um, I don't know if Gibbs was one of them. Um, Walker was injured. I can't believe Walker could still qualify for an under-21. So I, was, I thought he was older than that.
1: Hang on, Mike, You're on Man and Place Podcast. It's Young Player of the Year, Carl Walker. That's his official <laughs> title. <laughs> <I'm>
3: sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. Right. But so, now...
2: Jones. Could he have had Phil Jones? Yeah. Yeah, he could uh... have had Phil
3: Jones. Jones Smalling, I think, was the other one. Smalling sure. was probably injured. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <It's a safe laughs> I'm just bet. guessing. Phil Jones had the International Gurning Championships to be at. That's more important.
3: Mm. I <laughs> just Can- think that... And, um, he, pulled out of in- he was out of injury, but that's a legitimate injury. He's actually going to be out for about six months or something. I heard someone say.
0: I just think that if you'd gone and had experience, you might have had some sort of success and you'd be able to carry that through into the into the senior team if you look as, as much as Colin says you, you can't do it but if you look at Spain now if any of those players were to step up and some of them already have some of those players have senior caps for Spain yeah yeah. they go bit, and play for Spain now in, mm. or they go to the next World Cup do, do they have to worry about their mentality about whether they're winners they don't because they've already won
3: things mm. that's exactly well, right those players those those players they, they don't mind dropping down um, age groups they go from the seniors to the under-21s I think they've got one guy who's dropped down to the under-20s. He's playing in the under-20s after playing in the under-21s. It's just it's just their mentality, really.
2: Well, there you go. It's the yeah. Spanish cheating again. They're, they're, <laughs> they're just dropping all their good players into their youth team and just winning things, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what they're doing is they're not taking the senior players seriously. They're not. <laughs> they're not taking that seriously. They're not trying at senior level, so they can win all these youth competitions. <laughs> and it's, it's just it's at the detriment of the senior team that are doing really badly. Who was no, that I, can't uh, be right.
3: Who was it? I heard on Talk Spy, um, Gough, uh, into, uh, oh, Darren Goff, because <laughs> <Aaron laughs> he was laying into... Oh, Darren
2: Goff, football genius, the
3: He was laying to stuart pierce going because stuart pierce was moaning that he didn't have Oxley chamberlain and he was going yeah but if um if we took an Oxley chamberlain to the under 21s he wouldn't have scored that won the goal in brazil we wouldn't get all this recognition it's a friendly darren goff you're a cricketer please be quiet darren goff sports tottenham a, and
1: this... barnsley you can't take a man who sports <laughs> two teams seriously
0: is this the same darren goff that didn't play as much for england as he possibly could because he was too fat for his own knees? <laughs>
2: exactly <laughs> I just want to get quickly back on Stuart Pearce because yes, he's his record. He, he, well, he's gone. He's a, he's a, <laughs> he's gone. But he he did do a good job in getting England qualified for so many tournaments. It was just this one that sort of was a culmination of his frailties. I thought they qualified and, uh, so well. They did. But the thing is, I just Russ, Russ, Russ. <laughs> what do England do? to qualify oh, so well. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's our whole thing. <laughs>
2: I just find it unacceptable that Stuart Pearce came out with some of the things he said. You know, I mentioned that he was talking about how he was without, without seventeen players, but when when they lost to Norway three one, he said the defending was a disaster. Yep. And then after the Israel game, this is this is what he said, right? This is what he said on the TV. I'm sick to the back. I honestly don't believe I should be here answering questions on behalf of the players. They should be answering questions on why their performance was so poor. <laughs> I don't think it's my responsibility to answer for a performance as bad as that. Yeah. I'm sorry, Stuart, but what, what are you talking about? Yeah. You it may your think responsibility. it, but you don't the say manager. it. Yeah, you may think it, but don't say that in front of the cameras. <laughs> so, he's he's gone. So, hey, we'll probably replace him with another tool, like Gareth Southgate. So... <laughs> Exactly the same.
0: It's Another... like I told you. Like I told you, Colin. Michael Appleton's been linked with the job.
2: <laughs> I'd, I'd I'd go with him over
1: Southgate. I tell you that. Okay, some of the players that are missing: Jack Rodwell, probably injured.
3: Uh... <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, what about Glenn
2: Hoddle? I I want Hoddle in charge.
3: Uh,
0: Hoddle's a head case.
2: He You he can't have him. You can't he have him back.
0: So cool. he's. <laughs> it's, so it's his redemption aware. he's been
1: born again he can be born again have you again not again.
0: heard it it's the golden rule in football everyone knows
3: this never go back <laughs> do you know well, what we'll
1: see how Jose gets on and then yeah we'll that's awkward this is awkward
3: actually I'm sorry <laughs> The thing was, I was just agreeing with you, Colin, <laughs> about Stuart Pearce. And I was like, why is he not letting me speak? And then I realised I was on mute. But um, <laughs> I agree with you about st-
1: yeah, James. I nice, agree so. with
3: you. I agree with Colin because Stuart Pearce is out, out there slating the players. But this is the guy, when chasing an equaliser against Israel, sticks a, uh, a centre-back up in centre-forward.
1: Yeah, he brought Andre Wisdom on, didn't he? Unbelievable. Yeah.
3: Launching long
0: balls. I thought Old we were trying to get away from that.
1: England didn't he go?
0: Didn't he go and put? Yeah, he put Stephen Corker up, up front. Yeah, that's
1: didn't it. It. yeah, Corker. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then just thumped balls up to them.
3: And then slags his players off. He's,
1: he's explained to that all the time, and they're losing. <laughs>
2: as as for Glenn she
3: Hoddle, JRPK does go and play so up <laughs>
2: that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Bad example. <laughs> as for Glenn Hoddle, he's a brilliant football man, and I think he's got a brilliant football mind. Yeah. But. He is, quite literally, insane. Yeah. I, so I heard, he
3: made a few comments about disabled people in the past. I, oh I, I, it's not like he bit someone, is it?
2: I, I heard his conversation with um, Danny Kelly on TalkSport, who does a show called My Sporting Life. Thanks, Danny. Oh, I and, heard and, that. and they're quite interesting. some of those. And um, he came across as an absolute <laughs> crazy man. You know, he <laughs> thinks...
0: on another links to that i listened to a a bbc five live sports special podcast where he was doing glenn hoddle's top 10 number 10s wow and he picked many players who didn't play number 10 (laughs) even saying they don't play number 10 but i've just kind of picked them so i've
1: done what i want basically yeah
0: before before you i'm a maverick
3: (laughs) yeah before you put final judgment on glenn hoddle listen to um his um obviously his BBC five live special, um, the The Future of England with Glenn Hoddle. Um they have him, I think, David Pleat on there as well. It's a it's a very, very good um
0: Yeah, but that was the one where he kept saying that he wanted to go back to the Lily model, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he just
0: and... repeated himself over and over
3: again. And then he Even... brings on the the old ex-Chelsea stalwarts, and they're like, "Of course, we're going to agree with you, Glenn. You yeah. to into this country." Yeah.
0: Yeah. Joe, Joe Cole goes, "Yeah, it was the best time of my life. I like, yeah. I like, really loved it. Like, yeah, it was like brilliant." Rude, <laughs> Hold it on. we wee,
3: wee. <laughs> <ee>. <laughs> you know, what I, mean? and I was like, no for me, as a Chelsea fan, I loved it. It was like, woo, <laughs> all the greats." But yeah,
0: get a foreigner in—that always goes well for us.
3: Yes, get spend back. Talk about that Rene Münster Mühlen- of. um, United you know, yeah. just left. It's it's he was,
0: yeah, he was supposed to get the Wigan job. Mm. That was a really strange decision to not give it to him.
3: He's highly f- rated. Give it to Phil Neville. And he and he's and he's a foreigner. He's Gary about. Neville. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the the problem just, now with the why England don't
3: the
0: Nevilles team up. Oh,
2: dream team. Colin would love that. He, no, I think I'd be sick. <laughs> the problem with the England the 21 job is that I, I remember I I looked back at a, an old Brian Clough interview and his dream job was to manage it under 21s the England youth Mm. now it doesn't hold that same stature because what what are you going to get paid to do the England (laughs) 21s job half a million quid a year if that Um, it's just so much easier to you know I don't know like Stuart Pearce did you know okay he, he had City but manage you know championship clubs and fail and then still get a gig at the FA. You know, it's like, you're not picking from a good barrel of options, really, when, when uh, you're looking at the under-21s. Do you know the best, who it's the... Gonna uh, be Southgate, then, isn't
3: it? Do you know who <laughs> the England under-19 manager is?
1: That's Noel Blake, isn't
3: it? That's Noel Blake, yeah.
1: No, I, don't, guess, no, I don't mind that.
0: Be, my guess was going to be Appleton.
1: Yeah, Appleton uh, is...
0: It is... just seems like a solid bet that he might be in charge of some job somewhere.
1: Yeah, he will have at least one job next season. Because
3: so. Peter Taylor's the under twenties, so mm. surely they should uh, adopt a model like Spain do, and you um, you you breed. So when your outgoing under twenty one manager goes, you bring in the under the under twenty manager because he knows the players in the under twenty category, and you you keep the continuity. You you bring them up. So the under nineteen will then move to under twenty, and so forth and so forth. If you know.
0: The best two examples. It's, it turns on international football. Surely the best example of that would be Germany. Yeah,
1: that's
0: mm-hmm. what you
1: they know, did. It like was uh, Klinsman's assistant, wasn't he?
0: That's what they did. Yeah, that's what they did with Joachim Love, and then, but, but then England did that with Steve McLaren.
1: I <laughs> 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 think answer was get a better assistant to start with.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Steve McLaren, He plays free at the back against the crucial tie against Croatia in the rain at Wembley. Mm. <laughs> yeah. What could go wrong? <laughs> Still, uh, he, had, he had a
2: brolly and a cup of tea, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice time. That's all do I, know
0: I feel so sorry, sorry for all managers now, because whenever it's pissing down with rain, <laughs> they just can't do it, can they? They can't have the umbrella.
1: Well, Adam, you've clearly never seen the David O'Leary head towel that he wore <laughs> when it was raining.
2: <laughs> the man's a style icon. Uh, what I would say is if Michael Appleton does get the under-21s job, I will contact him directly, and I will ghost... <laughs> I will ghostwrite a book with him on how to <laughs> succeed at interviews. <laughs> because that will be a bestseller. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he does succeed. He come out of nowhere and all of a sudden, bang, 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 job, job, job. And like, okay. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> number one on Amazon. I tell you.
0: The, the interesting thing with the Under 21s is what, almost why we make such a big deal out of it, though. Because it's, it's such a small snapshot of your, your country's footballing ability. You're probably looking at at what players with an age range of two, three years. Yeah. If the, you know what I mean, you can have a a bad batch of under twenty one players, hmm. and and it's not going to. But look at Spain now. If the ne, if Spain's next two generations are piss poor, yeah,
1: which it they won't make it, any difference. It?
0: It's not going to make any difference because you can just keep the players you've got, the players from the generation previous, the one before that, and yeah. then wait six years until and I hope at the next lot. That lot then. Oh, good.
3: Yeah. Mm. But isn't that just harking back to kind of what we said earlier about, the, like, with the manager? You, if you're under twenties, are relatively successful. You then transform all that to the under twenty ones with the coach as well, and that way you're you're sort of breeding success or something. In a sense, you try and keep these players together, like Spain do in in a sense.
1: Yeah, you keep them as a group. Okay. Well, we had our golden generation, and it worked out superbly
0: well th- though that the best ex- the best example of that I know we, we said about Germany, but it's probably Barcelona, mm mm-hmm. that's exactly what they do with their youth team managers, yeah, to the extent where these that they can then go and get the main job, like Pep and Tito
3: yeah, yeah, exactly um do you want to guys just quickly talk about Spurs and Gareth Bell?
1: sell him mm, I think <laughs> they should.
4: <laughs> of course
1: you do. <laughs> Well, I said to Mike last night, they made the mistake with Modric. They turned down 45 million from Chelsea, and then the season later they accepted, what, 25 million
0: for him Yep. Oh, they, sold, they sold him for 40 million, didn't they?
3: Did they? I think that was with all add ons and everything, was 40 million, yeah.
0: Yeah, but the, the rumour of the 45 would have only
3: been exactly the same with add ons. Yeah, pretty much, yeah.
1: <laughs> but. Levi will sell him on the last day of transfer window with uh, 20 minutes to go anyway. That's what he likes to do. Leave it, leave it late.
3: But the, the well, big one is is that um, Real Madrid have offered Angel Di Maria plus two any two picks from their academy or their B team, and forty million for Bell. And you listen yeah. to any Spurs fan, they're like, no, 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 we don't want that. And I'm like, are you are you mental? <laughs> are, you, are, are you are you a mentalist? You're getting Angel Di Maria, an Argentine international, forty yeah. million quid, and you're getting your pick of two of their upcoming Spanish internationals. And let's be honest. Real Madrid do produce great kids. They just never get to the
1: mm.
3: to the first team because that's the, the, that's their weird philosophy. Like we've got at the moment, we just you have to have the big and the big and best players.
1: Yeah, you have kids and then you sell them when they get to a certain age because they're never mm, going to play I, first team football.
3: I just think Daniel Levy just. I think I think he's <clears throat> sometimes he hampers Spurs' development.
2: Yeah, I, right. I I have to come in and disagree on that. Yeah, I, I, would, I would keep him. I think Levy would be a lunatic to sell Gareth Bale. I, I think he would, because the thing is, you look at the guy. Um, he was a top-scoring midfielder in the Premier League this season. Um, he's scoring more goals than you, you know the likes of Rooney, uh, mm-hmm. players like that. I think he was something like fourth, was he? Fourth or fifth yeah. in the... Um, goal scorers in the Premier League
0: wasn't he third I thought he was third could
2: well be could well be Adam yeah, I'll take your word Percy, for it Suarez. I think it was Bale third yeah this guy isn't even
1: playing up front no so, I agree he's uh, kind of playing wherever he wants though
2: Spurs are
0: on a massive upward curve and I think that, that that can only continue this season and especially if they keep Bale and bring in maybe, maybe I, they probably only need two or three players and Spurs always have money to spend and you're right that you could get that money, reinvest it, but I think it's a gamble. And if he's willing to stay, his value's not going to go any. His, his value's not going to go down, like like
3: Modric's is. Unless he breaks his leg,
1: <laughs> like Modric.
3: <laughs> but they they um they have a stadium to pay for. Do they, they? Um yeah, that's the the big thing. They um they want to buy um. They, they have, want
0: to build on the land right
3: next to it, don't they? Yeah, and they they don't have the money. Well, they they technically technically they do have the money, but they don't have the money like um, Arsenal do. So at the moment they're they're grooming players to sell them. And. Um, well, with Real, think...
1: Real, come in with a bid to say, well, "Right, you don't want any players. Fine, there's eighty million pounds." Yeah. Surely yeah. they have to accept that. You can't turn down that money for anyone.
3: Exactly. Anywhere, I think anything shy of fifty million, they they would accept because. It, it it will just bring them along to where they want to be, not not a lot quicker or a lot sooner. Sorry, part of my English, um, but it it makes sense for them in a, a financial terms. I think Gareth Bale's a great player, but I don't think he's worth the money that they they're talking about.
1: No, he's not in the Messi and Ronaldo category. I said that's all last season.
3: No, it's about time we stitch up the European clubs <laughs> and let them pay over price for our players.
1: <laughs> he's always one of ours now. As well, <laughs> Well,
3: yeah. It's like Andy. It's like Andy Murray. <laughs> when he does well, he's he ours.
1: Uh, okay, I think we're pretty much out of subjects. Apart from the Confederations Cup, but I haven't really seen any of that. And I think Adam's the only
2: one's watched it.
0: I can't. I don't believe that. I reckon Collins watched every game.
2: <laughs> I've watched a lot of the games. Have you, have you really? Oh.
0: Have mm. you been staying up until one o'clock in the morning on on school nights like I have? <laughs>
2: No, I have I'm really regret it.
0: <laughs> yes, I've I. Doesn't mean I didn't do it. <laughs> oh, that's Doesn't mean I'm quick, not going to do it today.
3: Were it's... Tahiti as bad as they made out to be?
0: No, <sighs> no, they weren't.
3: It was it
2: really did. strange. What was the final score? Ten 0 against Spain, was
1: it?
3: Yeah.
2: I I had two different thoughts about this. At first, I thought it was a little bit of a farce. Um, you know, there's reference to like one of the players, you know, who climbs coconut trees for a living and things like that (laughs) they only had
0: one professional player Yeah, and when they scored against Nigeria even though he didn't score they let him do the celebration because he was the one who was prepared for that situation
2: (laughs) and I I did think it was a little bit silly at first but then I thought well to be honest this is what FIFA is all about it's about about the football family giving everybody a chance the guys have turned up, they've scored a goal Um, that's what they came here to do Okay. They qualified
0: for the, the competition as well. They didn't just fair play. up. They didn't just they didn't get drawn out of a hat. They they earned their right to be there.
1: By being yeah. who?
3: New Zealand, uh, I think it wasn't it.
0: No, New Zealand got beaten in the other semi final. Um, oh. I think they played maybe Samoa.
3: <laughs> <laughs> American Samoa, Samoa. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think it was American Samoa who had beat who had beaten New Zealand. That's
3: right. But I, I think,
2: you know, a few people did have a giggle, but then I thought, okay, well, you know, this guy who's on the coconut tree is, is sort of, he's, he's doing his work, he's living in Tahiti. Who's got the last laugh? He has. Yeah, yeah. He's exactly. the one walking out with an international shirt. Here's us guys, you know, going to work in a shirt and tie, and it's like, hold on, this guy, you know, brilliant. Fair play to him.
0: Oh Yeah, as I'm walking to work in the smog of central London... He gets like the you say, up. in paradise. <laughs> <hour, Nice. laughs> not playing international football. He, and
2: I think in Rio. And, and I think we've got what we all want to see, a Brazil-Spain final, which I think should be interesting. And, and yeah, Brazil, it'd be exciting. If Brazil can't beat Spain, then they've got no chance. I think Brazil
0: will
3: beat Spain.
2: I Did think you, so too, Adam. I really do. Because, do you reckon, Matt?
3: I think I think Spain are going to batter Brazil. I really <laughs> do. I, I think they're going to send a, uh, a statement out for next year. It yeah, might they, be in your home yard, but we yeah. I, I just think Spain are just too too good.
0: No, oh, I for think me, Spain are, <laughs> No one likes Spain more than I do. Let's get this. <laughs> this is a fact. <laughs> but I just think that they played they played extra time against this and they play Brazil have had an extra day.
3: Well, I, speaking from experience of having the Brazilian manager and he only has one way of playing, yeah. which he found out, I, I just think I just think Spain have got too much and I think they'll go there and they'll just, they, they're power hungry, they're, they're winners, they want to win trophies and mm. I just can't see them, yeah, I just can't see them being nice, really. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't nice right. against Tahiti, they were like, nope, they're able to do a job, Same.
0: So, Torres was nice missing that penalty. You've got yeah. ten minutes. You've got ten minutes to get on a nice double as well, if you can, because the bookmakers can't call either of the games. So if, if you've got a, if you fancy, them, there's nice odds on on both the third place playoff and the final. And I think Uruguay, for the same reasons, are a a, a shoe in for the third place final.
1: Yep. Yep. So I reckon Uruguay Brazil double.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, five and to one.
2: Nice. I'm not saying it's set up, but. Yeah. <laughs> For all the reasons that Adam said, you, are, you know the, the the extra time <laughs> that you know Spain have had to play, they they played in Fortaleza, they've got to travel from one side of Brazil to another. Brazil don't have to, and they've had that extra day of rest. Um, Fortaleza is is a hot place in compared the, to Rio.
0: They'll be an American R with a home home support. What what I would say about Spain though is that what's been really interesting them in this competition is that. Without, they've had to play without Xavi Alonso because of his injury. Mm. And sometimes necessity is the mother of invention. And Del Bosco's finally moved from playing with two pivots in midfield to playing with just Busquets. And anyone who watched Spain in the first game against Uruguay, they were unbelievable. They were just so quick, so fluid, and they just looked devastating. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if moving forward especially going into the next World Cup whether that's something that that um, Del Bosque will persist with because mm. I, I, I don't think it's a tactic it's an everyday tactic I think that as with everything it's horses for courses but I think there's definitely times when having both Busquets and Alonso in midfield does make them look slightly pedestrian mm.
1: Fair enough well we'll find out tonight and we'll uh, I'm sure you'll all know by the time our next podcast comes out but we'll let you know anyway who won
3: do you reckon you can get a half hour out of this, mate?
1: <laughs> very easily. <laughs> okay, so uh that's pretty much all from us. Uh thank you, Colin, for joining us in your summer holidays. And Adam, thank you very much as well. Taking time out of your busy busy schedule.
0: No worries, watching watching,
1: watching all the sport that's on.
0: Yesterday was amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. It was literally they were tight. I, I didn't miss anything either. It was like, like <laughs> It's like everything aligned. <laughs>
1: it's almost like TV companies set it up that way. Right, cheers, Mark. Thanks for joining us.
3: No, you're welcome. Thanks for having me.
1: Good. And we'll be back very soon with our regular programming. So until then, always remember to keep your mail on the post.